uh, the comedy festival is because I uh, I sent in a video saying all of the same kind of stuff that she just said. Yeah. She just went over, and she's like, "Yes, I like this guy. This guy's this guy's got something here." Oh, good. So. Yeah, he was saying yeah. all of the edgy yeah. shit that all I that, get shit for. All of that shit. And I was like, "Oh, I talk about abortion." I was like, "Oh, abortion jokes, yeah!" It was. It was just mm-hmm. topical, and and I know you're joking because you're fucking yeah. on stage and you're a goddamn comedian. Like right. I get it. That's what nobody gets anymore, <laughs> they though. They don't get yeah. it. They're like, yeah. well, you're being so offensive. It's like I'm a comedian making yes. jokes. Da, da, da. Oh, those are really good hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're. Let's go to break. This One is, more yeah, time. Yeah, we're gonna have a break. <laughs> yeah, I'm say sorry. roar shark. Roar shark. Roar shark. Say it. Say it. <laughs> She's still trying. Roar shark. Roar shark. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Claw Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. We are back. We are back with the... Uh, yeah, you can... Pull one from in here. Pull the one in here that's long. Give it, No, it's not very long. Pull the one from in. Th- but this one has a. Now we're pulling back the veil for everyone. But yeah. Pulling back the veil. Hi. Uh, there oh. we go. Can that you hear me? Hey, there we are. Hey. Oh, there you are. Now you're up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> those my rap. Those my rap sounds. Oh. Yeah, All right. I'd be really like I wouldn't be a good rapper, but I'd be good at like there's they have sound effects. Just guys. to key the radio like listening on, <laughs> we're in the second part here of Balanced Breakfast, which is usually a Stefan Aronson not here today. So we have Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival comedians and Allison. Yes, Yay! we do. Nathan does really good hey. reggae sounds too. I think it's good. Uh, I think it's good that this is the what's it called? The breakfast. Balanced breakfast. Balanced breakfast because Sam and I together we do have mad like breakfast AM date like morning DJ vibes. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. just being mean to people for no reason. Just like, <laughs> I thought you just really liked French toast or something. Oh, <laughs> like, also oh, that yeah, big fan of the toast yeah. like that. Sure. <laughs> Nathan, are we gonna prank all the suicide hotline on our first show? Oh man, I want the first episode of Papusakakis to be perfect, you know. And uh, <laughs> I think we did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's I think it's kind of hit and miss. Suicide. I know, but the the bar and the Caltrain have two different numbers. I just mean usually it's just kind of a you did it or you didn't. Yeah, it's hit or miss. You're exactly right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I get it. I saw. I I'm catching what you're throwing just in there. Just conceptually. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are at the Mutant Radio Co- uh, Comedy Festival. We have Mike Hudak out yes, of Austin. Yes, we do. Austin, he's here. Yep, um, I am. Nathan Lowe, Sam Carroll outside. Hello. Smoking Spliff. Melina hanging out. The next show is going to be for the tapes. It's going to be stacked. Yeah. I tell you, I've, I mean, I've been hanging out here pretty much the majority of the day, and all the comics I've seen so far have been fucking, <laughs> they're fucking hilarious. Yay! They're pretty fucking good, Yay! dude. People are funny. So Yay. I don't know if anybody's bought their tickets yet, but oh, they have, they have okay. for tonight's well, show. Yeah, we've got. You have not get them. Yeah, get or just get down here. Seriously, get down here. Seven eight one, twenty first Street at Florida here in the Mission in the Deep Mission. Yes. Yeah, and we're doing comedy, podcasting, and shows all week from ten a.m. to ten p.m. All week. So listen in, hang out, 
Yeah. It's, I, I, I hope that like people in faraway places are listening and being like, San Francisco sounds so cool. And I'm like, yeah, it but, is. Well, I know I got the link out quite a bit to everybody in Austin. Oh, so. sweet, sweet. Yeah. Well, and so I know, know Jesse Mundy's actually stayed in my house. He took oh, care of my he's cat. He's hilarious. Yeah, and he brought his wife and his daughter, and his daughter brought a cat toy for my cat, nice. which we still nice. use. We fish for the cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they. That's and great. he was saying, "Oh, anytime you want to do apartment switches, you take care of my chickens, and I'll take care of your cats." <laughs> I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Are you gonna bring toys for the chickens? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm gonna bring little uh, um, uh, razor blades and uh, strap them on there and watch them fight. No, Jesus what's a good Christ. what's a good chicken toy? I mean, they're basically they're like little uh, raptors. Grain. Grain. They're dinosaurs. Grain. They're little dinosaurs. Tiny little, tiny little T Rex. Little murderers, right? Sure. They're violent. They're violent, right? They do. I don't know. No, you're thinking of cocks. Mm. Well, cocks I are mean, violent. toxic masculinity aside, I just think that uh, just chickens in general, right? They'll just mess stuff up, like they eat mice and stuff like that. Do they? That's yeah. exciting. They get after it. They're crazy demon, little demon things. I've never heard of chicken eating mice, but Jesus Christ, that's funny. That, that'd be a good, that'd be a good uh, movie. Chicken eats no, mice. It chicken it eats terrible. mice sounds this like. This is a where I would ask for a caller. I'd be like, yeah. caller, call <laughs> c- any callers, call in, tell us, do chicken eat mice? Chicken <laughs> eats mice sounds like. Five five zero zero five one one scintillating <laughs> questions here. Sounds like a grunge, head. like a grunge band name. Chicken Chickens eat mice. Eat mice. <laughs> chicken eats mice. <laughs> What's up, guys? We're chicken eats mice. Well, instead of chicken and rice. Yeah. There, see now we're onto something. Yeah. Now we're. I think I accidentally honest. ordered that in the Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> chicken and mice. <laughs> What'd you say? Chicken? No, I said chicken and rice. What chicken are you doing? Don't serve rice. that. Gross. <laughs> All I know is like really hot guys in here. Yeah. Uh, right. I yeah. know. Uh, yeah. Alice, Alice is playing a one part of my alter ego. She has a one-track mind. That's right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Hell but, yeah. Uh, That's what happens to women. If we have in their to 40s. worry about the coronavirus, then I'm just gonna be here uh, at Mutiny Radio with the hot guys. Yeah, like, yeah. Not keep worry it, about yeah. Like She's gonna be here at Mutiny Radio <laughs> with the hot guys. Emphasis on the corona, less on the virus. I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> I don't have to worry about getting like uh, a lot of. Um, Rice and what? What is it like? That we have to tapioca. Tapioca. Yeah. Is that yeah, how you fight the coronavirus? She's talking about semen. Yeah. It's yeah. like tapioca. Yeah, I'm just hanging out here. What kind of semen have you seen that's bubbly and has like little tiny nerds in it? I don't know. I'm just hanging out Listen, here. Listen, okay, when you get a little bit older <laughs> into your mid thirties, okay, it starts. It starts getting bulky, like like old milk. It's because yeah. it's it's been simmering for so long. It's like a. Uh, like a southern gravy, like a sausage oh, yeah. gravy. A sausage the longer gravy. it simmers, the long, the like the thicker it gets. It reminds me of that so game we used to play, Ookie Cookie. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. I honestly don't know what the fuck sausage gravy on a biscuit. Back the ingredient back is in large. Ookie Cookie. <laughs> That's all we worry worry about is uh, rice and gravy. <laughs> L- little in Georgia. Little bit of a flex. Uh, when I was at in Arkansas at the Little Rock Looney Bin, I learned that in Arkansas they have five kinds of gravy. They have something called breakfast gravy, which is like a chocolate gravy. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like actual a, chocolate. In it's it? like a chocolate gravy. If you put, it's There's called breakfast gravy, gravy and obviously. you put it on your pancakes. Fat guy over here is listening. Really whatever you want, yeah. breakfast gravy. I was like, damn. They in Arkansas, they like the three G's: guns, God, and gravy. 
All three of them. Yes. Yeah, together. What are the other types of gravy? Well, the sausage gravy. Breakfast gravy, sausage gravy. Yeah, or if you use like bacon fat or if you use like a a beef. I mean, there's all the different kinds of gravy. So I got to get a hold of somebody and I got to try to find out about the Arkansas Comedy Festival at some point. Yeah, the Arkansas Comedy Festival. It's always an A plot and a B plot. That's what you're saying. I was going to say, like, right here. This is terrible. We're on the Sunday night. Like right for it's some Sunday, <laughs> actually. It's a Sunday night. I was like, oh, and fuck, I got work tomorrow. On March 1st at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. Well, since we're talking annual. breakfast, Pam, I mean, we might as well just ask everybody what their favorite breakfast meat is. Oh, that's e- what. Bacon. What is your favorite I breakfast I wonder what meat? Alice is going to say. <laughs> bacon. No? You know, I'm going to say sausage. sausage. <laughs> that's called a softball pitch, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's inside baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Set the premise. Master <laughs> premise. He <laughs> takes the setup. <laughs> Punchline. There you go. Punchline. Comedy. Comedy is a rule of threes, guys. And I, I welcome to my master class. <laughs> Manny Ramirez hit that Dude, those over are, the green monster, and then he walked to first base. Pam, have you seen those master class commercials? <laughs> like the guys who teach yeah. you how to do this. You, you know, you've seen those, right? I don't know what you're talking about. They're you know Facebook. what I'm talking about? I know what you're Facebook. talking about masterclass. You could become a master of anything if you watch yeah, right. this through. So it, it video started like five hour like like five years ago and it was like acting, stuff that was kind of subjective, you know, like something that someone could pick up in their free time. Like here's how in your free time you could become a music producer. But they've done so many of them. I saw one yesterday, it was like not yesterday, like a couple weeks ago. It was like an astronaut. How to become an astronaut in five hours? Right, like an <laughs> online course. And I'm like, I think there's more. 10, 45-minute episodes. Yeah, I'm like, I think there's more steps. He's like, here's how you should pack for your space flight. And I'm like, I don't think we should send everybody. <laughs> I don't, like, no one's ever just, like, taking a shit just on their phone scrolling Instagram. They're like, yeah, maybe astronaut. They've, they've gotten so niche these days, these master classes. I, I think I saw one the other day for how to make the perfect everything bagel. <laughs> oh it was really? ten episodes was an the hour mas- each. Who was the master? Who was the bagel master? I think it was Julia Child. I could it was so. Julia Child. Julia <laughs> <laughs> Child. So I'm actually. You mean that actress who played a cook one time? I actually <laughs> have like a membership to the master class. Oh you? Yeah. What have you become a master of? So Ru- phonics. No, but RuPaul has a master about uh, becoming like the your best self. RuPaul. Did you RuPaul? used to be a man? Is that what's going on right wait, now? Wait, wait, wait. It's a master class yeah. of just self. Are you sure this Becoming isn't just like a self-help yeah. thing? Yeah. It was a totally. master class. Uh, yeah, I have a year. What was it called? Master class on living? Becoming your best self is, is what it is. See, living, I feel like what I'm truth. saying is these master classes are getting more vague. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is what we're really trying to key in on here. Master classes guide to, to feeling a little bit better. What would you would you be able to teach a master class, Nate? And what would you teach it in? Good question. I w- uh. it, 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 I would say in crushing the. Ooh, puss, that's a really maybe. good question. <laughs> See, what useless shit have you gotten really good at that no one knows? Oh about yeah, you? I could actually I could teach a master class on throwing a metal ball kind of far, <laughs> uh, which is what I dedicated twelve years of my life to doing. It means nothing. Never will mean anything. Uh, no one cares about that sport. A but ball, yeah, ball throwing really is what he's referring to. Nathan was an all-American ball thrower. Shot putter. I was a hammer thrower. Hammer thrower. Yeah. I feel like you're like very sexy. Like <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> a master class in other 
This is a master class. This is a master class. Right now, this is a master class in circular logic. <laughs> it doesn't matter which inroad we take. Alice is gonna bring it back to dicks. And You're the one I, wearing sweatpants. Like Why is that a thing? I'm I'm wearing shorts and boxers. There's like there's no. You're not getting any secrets. Three words for you, dick. Prints. There's no dick print, man. It's hidden. It's buried. Under what? Like a nat, like a national secret. Like a robin's nest. Camel tail. Buried. Camel tail. It's buried like a 9/11 <laughs> conspiracy. Can we it's not have a masterclass on your dick? Absolutely not. <laughs> and you can't say that on the radio. I'll be the professor. Let's <laughs> do a masterclass. I just learned this in RuPaul's How to Live Your Best Life. Talk to strangers about their dicks on the radio. That's rule number three. I'm your it substitute teacher today. We'll be watching a video. Two yep. percent of the time, it works every time, and I can't say Rorschach. You're being a bully, Nathan. Not be, she not did it first. This I'm is not going to talk about your dick anymore. Di yeah, that's what happens. I'm lashing out. It's my defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism, and I was just being. I just had to puffer fish there for a second. And just steer the conversation away from where it was at. We can talk about someone else's dick. That, <laughs> that is a great pivot. I'm glad that you understood this she exercise. Understands. So everybody yeah, heard I that do. transition. Right? She gets it. What I love is that she understands comedy. She knows exactly what's happening with what comedians do. When all else fails, talk do. about you your dick. came here from Austin. Yeah. Like, talk about his dick. <laughs> How is that Austin? <laughs> She's dick? got the. I key. just I just flew in from Austin and boy is my dick tired. <laughs> I want her to find it for me. That's what I'm really. <laughs> She's asking me how is that dick. I'm gonna be like I don't know. You tell me. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> it's like a Waldo book. You could find Waldo. I gotta find everybody's dick. <laughs> It is in red. It is red, white, and striped. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Black and okay. white and red all over. <laughs> Boy, have we gone off the rails. I know everybody's yeah. off the rails now. I still want to <laughs> ask, go around and um, Sam, what, would, what you would you be able to teach a master class in? Rolling spliffs. Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Allison, what's That's your master it. class in? Um. I have a hunch. <laughs> 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 Melina yells from the outside. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> Honestly, like I, you guys might not know, but if you're gonna wanna know about what I really could take a master class. Not take. <laughs> no, not take. Teach. What would you teach a master class in? Oh, so I am actually like a marketing person. Ah. Yeah. So yeah. a real skill. You could actually yeah. teach us a real skill. Yeah. So I am actually. Uh, the communications director for my company. That's amazing. That's yeah. fantastic. You communicate great. No. Great communicator. <laughs> so she could teach a master class in, in marketing. Uh, Mike, what's your master class in? Um, oh. uh, I would have to say my biggest one is uh, I think my most desirable skill is I'm a cheap beer connoisseur. Oh, All nice. right. Yes. All right. Like so cheap beer. What do you think about simpler times from Trader Joe's? Oh, I have not had it. You it's haven't? Oh, love it. 2 dollars 99 a six-pack. 6.8%. 6.8%. Six cans for two ninety nine. And this yeah. is where? At Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's here in uh, what San is, Francisco. Uh, what's your favorite cheap beer? My favorite cheap beer. My go-to is... Champagne of beers? Champagne of beers? No, actually my go-to is Natty Ice. Oh, Natty Ice! Oh. 
baby. old school kid. Do you now? Do you do you um, man. Do you shotgun them or do you actually drink them? I you have to chug. You have to chug. I can shotgun and then I can also savor the flavor. Can you? Could you savor the flavor of a natty daddy? An old eight percent. I have had a natty daddy. They're not bad, man. They're not bad. Twenty five ounces too. You get that extra ounce. This is true. Did you roll the dice like with the game where you like roll that dice and like? Oh, I roll the dice anytime I drink natty ice. <laughs> I'm rolling the dice. I don't know if I'm going to go out and I'm going to get laid or if I'm going to go home and shit my pants. <laughs> I or both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Simultaneous. That's why I bring him home to my house. Rolling the dice with Natty Ice. That actually would be a... You're a marketing girl. Why don't you come up with something like that? <laughs> I love it. I Jeez. love it. I like Let's roll the dice with Let Natty Let me get you in touch with the Anheuser-Busch people. <laughs> so fantastic. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Other, other, other favorite. Uh, what do you think about hams? Wait, 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 wait. Hams? You're not getting yeah. off that easy, Pam. What's your master class? What's my master class? Oh yeah, good yeah. call. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I I make um, exceptional pot food. I would say that I would teach yes. a class in right. pot, either my like pasta or the or the pot clava. I mean, there's so many things. The bread. Yeah, I make I make pot baklava. And I call it baklava. I make pot focaccia, and I call it. Pacacha or faganja. It's like Greek weed. That's awesome. Like yeah. baklava, like yeah. potlava. Yeah, I you make all the all awesome. the treats. Uh, I make I make like fresh bread every week with weed in it. Did you make a ciabatta? I make I could a ciabatta. I make um, last week's bread was uh, had olives and jalapenos in it, and it was pretty good. Ooh. So good. It was it was pretty good. Uh, but I also make caramels. I'm gonna be making a lot of pot food for the festival, and I'll be yeah. just giving them out. Sweet. I'm going to try to make a caramel and then put them around marshmallows. So they'll be like scotch kisses Ooh. from Seas Candy. Nice. Yeah. So they'll be like good. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really pretty good at making pot food. Nice. Yeah, the, like I thing. like the goop. <laughs> it looked like you shot someone in a Men in Black movie. <laughs> How much mushrooms did you put in the goop? No, there weren't any mushrooms in the goop. The goop is just straight up the weed. It's from yeah, it's from the cousin. And nerds, there yeah, were nerds, nerds in it too. Nerds, nerds. It's delightful. It's I love using a dehydrator. I just love that you guys can talk so openly about it here in San Francisco. Because, because in Austin, you have to be like, I'm really good at baked goods. You know, I I heard this and I don't know if wink, it's true wink. or not. Wink, wink, T- Tell me if this is true. I heard that a handful of weed is a felony in Texas. And that always made me crazy because whose hand? My hands are tiny. Your hands are huge. Is it a cop hand? Is it a baby hand? Whose hand is a felony of weed? Really, we're just trying to get rid of the subjectiveness, I think. And uh, Uh, let's just turn it down to making it legal. Why not? Yeah, why not just make it legal? Like, that only makes sense. It, it gets off. more expensive. Buy your shit on the dark web like everybody else. Well, that kind get of it stuff by the it, pound. Yeah. Split up I'd rather quarter buy my pound so it doesn't get dry. You take apart a quarter pound at a time. On that yeah. ha- I mean it just goes hand in hand <laughs> with, you know, the <laughs> 300 for a quap. For a quarter pound. Yeah. Everything yeah, I wouldn't Mississippi, yeah. it was 20 bucks just got you some kind <laughs> we of... We got the drug dealer in the studio. No, it's like 300 What the fuck? That's my, boy, my boyfriend, Jonathan, is a, weed, is a weed price. farmer. He's a legal weed farmer. He gets like a W-2 for farming weed. Oh, that's cra- that's Isn't awesome. that crazy? Yeah, he gets that's like insurance awesome. and shit. And that just goes. Oh, For weed. It's a real It's a real thing out here. That's awesome. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do this podcast for we have six more minutes and oh, then 
we're gonna what hang show? out and get ready for the next show, make which the is make oh, yeah. the tapes yes. with yes. all the comedians are gonna do hot fives, hot fives, You're all here and uh, not even five, just under five, and it's gonna be amazing because everyone will have a tape, and it's completely selfish because I want to have the Mutiny Radio behind everybody and. And then it gets out in the and whole world. And you deserve that, Pam. Oh, thanks. I'm really just excited to have a tape of me performing that lasts longer than a minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, you my God. Crush that <laughs> brings it back. That's, to when the, that's usually when the seizures start. <laughs> no, that's uh, Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm done. Thank you. A minute and a half. That's it. All right. <laughs> you guys have been great. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Thanks, that's good. you guys. Uh, so I had, it's gonna I, be a good show. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. I'm, we're gonna see all that. There's a lot of people from Portland, and there's a lot of people. I'm Sweet. I'm just gonna kind of when people start rolling in, I'm gonna give them their cool festival T-shirts, and we're gonna make a list, and we're gonna work it all out, and it's gonna be uh, super amazing. So awesome. yay! I'm awesome. really excited. It's the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 all week. Gonna be Woo-hoo! here so hanging out. Listen, I'm hoping please. the goal of this whole thing is that I want to make it like comedy summer camp where everyone can meet each other and then you like become friends and hang out all week. And then later we have like you have opportunities for, to come back here to go to Austin or to go to Boston or to go to Chicago or whatever. So that's like the whole idea behind it. So I'm super excited. And, and people from Santa Rosa, Franco to me. People are rolling in. Yay, yay. How are you doing? I am excited. Long. Well, th- and and more scintillating gems being dropped here in the studio. Pearls before <laughs> swine. Hey, here. hey, Alice, I've could you say, studio could you all say day, scintillating man. real quick? Scintillating. That there was very we go. good. I was going to say, like, I'm super excited because I am going to be in Austin for a work uh, event. Now you oh. know someone. And now I know somebody. Yes. I will book t- one room at the Grand Hyatt for both of you. And how me. how scared right. should I be? <laughs> you should be very excited. <laughs> you should be super <laughs> and, and scared. That is, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just penicillin up now. <laughs> no. Do you guys do you guys want two queen beds or She's one king? Super he's it he's booking right it right now on the on I'm on Kayak right. Shout out to our sponsors, kayak.com. <laughs> the very first uh, it's the very first sponsor of Papusacaucus. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be. Oh, Papusa Caucus. Yeah, that's a new yeah, this is, podcast uh, coming Sam and here I's on. Show. We're very Mutiny excited Radio. for the. Well, when just to give a voice, to give a voice to the Papusa Caucus community. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I think June. It's, it's well, it's because they're an, they're underrepresented. They're know? an underrepresented and, group. And I'm a Papusa guy. I'm a and then Nathan's. Guy, no, well, Nathan, you're more of a caucus guy. I'm a Papusa guy. And am I, I the caucus? Oh, you sure I, are. I am a caucus guy. I'm a big fan of the Papusa Caucus as as a concept. What really we're really trying to do and that's what we're trying that's to make what our, change that's when our 501c comes in later on exactly. right is, is just represent the papooses and the caucus well, that's cockeye really of the world our, that's really our you know our cti our call to action Papusa we're really big on caucus. using anagrams uh we, <laughs> we love we, the word call to action yeah we, we use believe, it a lot we believe in synergy we've already got five or six productivity apps between the two of us we're uh <laughs> we're planning it out i mean i've already i've typed and everything out and how about ginseng shots oh, are we big fantastic. on this we're they're big our on second sponsor shots. we're sponsored by ginseng shots as a concept uh just that conceptually they're our sponsor and and you, you know we just we just have so many fucking note cards and we're just really excited to get through them and the, for the for the you know the we've got community. a lot of note cards a we lot do. of ideas a lot of drugs we, what we else do. we got we a lot of stuff drugs. going uh, on we got a lot of stuff a couple cases 
Uh, we're we're working through that, but we know that the Pusakakis people like they're behind us, and, uh, you know, one hundred percent. Yeah, and, and they're right behind Sam. Let me tell you, right physically I, behind. I him. had to do some sexual favors uh, to pull pull just, this title off for us. Oh my God, just you you should see the handprints on his hips. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about getting them tattooed. Yeah, but we what I'm saying is we have a very passionate following, as in most of them are following Sam into the bathroom. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I'm doing this for us, Nathan. Yeah, you know, he's doing it for us. And, he's a real and team. Sometimes player. you forget that, honestly. Well, I know, and I think I should bring that up now. Well, on sometimes, the airwaves well, you sometimes you, know, you get I a sore butt about it, and it makes me uncomfortable. Well, there's a reason I have a sore butt, and it's because I'm getting fucked in the ass. For well, this. guess what? One of us had to make the schedule, I and mean, I have I better ways. I lost the rock paper. Where of, is yeah. this conversation going? All I'm saying is, if you don't know how to use Excel like you say you do in your job descriptions. You might have to take some butt stuff. Right. It's just it's how that. the world works. Did you not listen to my TED Talk? I <laughs> <laughs> it was just master class. Fuck TED Talks. There's a master class that I did called You Give Some, You Take Some. <laughs> and it's all about anal. <laughs> what are you what are you taking? These well, it wasn't days, a real TED Talk. It was a TED Talk Naperville. <laughs> one a of TEDx. A TEDx talk, yeah. One of the <laughs> And here's support. the thing about TEDx. Anyone can do it. That's the it best thing about a TEDx talk is that really all you need is a mouth. Here's how to <laughs> make <laughs> gluten-free honey. Keep saying words. Yep. Keep yeah, moving That's them. it. That's all you need. Which is really what we believe in here at Papusakagas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and never stop rolling. I was going to say that I'm not a comedian, and uh, I yeah. just came here to support Mimi Radio, but I I'm don't. sorry. What was that one more time? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Like limited air time. No, can I not say no, you tonight, right? No, now? say it. <laughs> and I'm only here for the hot guys. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to make a t-shirt. You heard it here. You heard it here. First, no, second, third, No, it says Mutiny fourth. Radio. I'm only here for the hot guys. It absolutely, yeah. you, you come to yeah. any open mic. It's like 21 guys. Like, it's all dudes. Pat, so Pam said to me. Yeah, but like, emphasis uh, is on hot. I tell right? her all the time. Come here and for the hot guys. Yeah. I don't listen to her all the time, <laughs> but every once in a while, <laughs> I come. I'm right, for right? The hot guys, yeah. There you go. And I'm never disappointed. <laughs> yeah. We'll get we'll get you speed dated again. She's don't you worry. She's gonna be in Austin in June. She's, she's gonna, gonna, gonna be in Austin in June <laughs> for work. Your confirmation number work. is G H Y three nine eight. By the way, <laughs> yep. just remember. Just say everybody. those words at the concierge. Cornelia is not a flower. Reach out to our app right now. Use our promo code Papusakakis, and uh, and, and Alice Alice will send you one voicemail that you're gonna have to decipher. Decipher it. You're gonna have to decipher it. You're gonna have to decipher it. Could you? Yeah, please say Papusakakis. I met some friends. That way, wait, wait, wait. We need to have it on recording. We're gonna use it in our song. We're gonna use it in the song. Metro booming. Get it. Get right in there and say Papusakakis. Get right in there. Try your best. What is it? Come Use on, what is perfect. Get in there. Papusakakis. Papusakakis. Well, you're so close. Papusakakis. Papusakakis. So you're almost there. One more try. No, here's how. Papusakakis. Papusakakis. You're making me second guess it. Papusakakis. Hey, does anyone want to go to Purple Castle after this? I do. I do. I do. One more time. Try it right before with the music coming up. <laughs> you were so c- oh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for her for trying. Yay. Thank you for being here, Allison. Thank you for supporting the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yes. Thanks, Mike Hudak, yes. for being here. Sam Carroll, Nathan it. Lowe. 
I've been hosting this crazy balanced breakfast. Uh, we're going to get Allison some breakfast. Oh, there's a donut left. <laughs> there's a donut. There's a donut left from this morning. She wants uh, a cruller. Sam, press play on your music. If you want to play it. There play. we go. Just press play. Shout out uh, to Kayak. Here. Stay tuned for the 8 o'clock show for the tapes. It's going to be really amazing here on Shout out to Kayak. March 1st through 7th, Comedy Festival 2020. It's two o'clock. We're live. We're doing another podcast. You hear in the background the cure Boys Don't Cry. Why why would I choose a song Boys Don't Cry? Because it's all men at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. No, I'm I'm kidding. There's women. There's women involved in the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. They're just not here right now. It is. <laughs> I am joined once again by Aaron Atkins out of Chicago. I have Sam Carroll, I went to a this morning. and I have Nathan Lowe here, all in the studio. And uh, pleasure to be here, Pam. Thanks for having us on. It's my, like my fifth podcast of the week. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I think I figured it out. out. No, you know what? It, maybe you should give. Oh, he wants a little baffle. Absolutely blasting. Okay, we're gonna put this on Instagram. Uh, live need too. Yeah, you're gonna be able no. to v- see this on video. You could, you could. Pam doesn't want to be in the video. No, Pam doesn't okay. like to be in video. Okay, so tape the pretty boys. Right. Yeah, it's one of the one of the weird days the where Pam didn't hour. wear any makeup. Are we Instagram? <laughs> we're Instagram living right okay. now. So everybody yeah. knows I'm a, I'm a quarter Asian, so we're not all white. We got a little. You're a quarter diverse. Asian. Yes, I'm a quarter Asian. I'm a quarter Cantonese. Oh, cool. Which quarter? Uh, my dad is half. Chinese. Your Instagram, your what? Go live. Go, We're go going live on go Instagram. Live. This is fantastic. Hell yeah. Find I don't know where to, to put, put it. it. Yeah. <laughs> we are now live. Oh, yeah. Find We're not, not all of us are going to be able to get in the frame. That's a, that was oh, mean. You got it. It's <laughs> lifting the veil here at Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. This is good. Uh, we also have Tune Pancake. In. Pancake uh, in the okay. house. I'll just pump. That, that'll never work. How many? I think you just hold it, have it be like a talking stick. So whoever talks, just no, give them no, the no, thing, no, no. and they'll just like no. selfie record it. Look, there's a clip right here. No, that's the clip that has that's the, the that's the that's microphone. That's the microphone. That's the audio. Just we're just pulling back the veil for everybody. Yeah. How's everyone doing? Good. Wait, Thank you. You want to pull up a chair? I'll pull up a chair when I'm good. Fucking I'm sorry. I. So. Fantastic. Is okay. Yeah, but the, that's Perfect. the that's yeah. the lightest. Just keep Nathan in the That's the lightest one. microphone, oh, so you should probably actually give that to Sam because he really likes to be really close to the microphone. So you should switch with Pancake, just because. You mind if I take the pop because I'd be no. popping. Yeah, you need it. He's I more. Hey, you know what? Pancake's you know more what? sotto voce. Dude, use You're that thermos. Just oh, yeah. grab that thermos and put it back over there and use that. We're ru- see we're ruining the audio by. 
thinking too much about video. I know. Pam's ethos right here. I get so mad about everything has to be seen. Hi, guys. Hey. We did it. Radio, you're not supposed to be seen. Oh. Here we are. So I'm joined by Sam Carroll, Pancake, Nathan Lowe, and Aaron Atkins. It is. Very dramatic. No, the trunk shot. The trunk shot. Yep, I figure it out. This is isn't this what you do for a living or something? Too many cooks. Whoa! Let me just fix it instantly. Just so everyone knows, these the the drinks are kombucha. They look like beer, but they're not beer. You can see that it's kombucha. Just for everyone to know. It's only two percent. Anyone seen my heroin? There's only seven percent alcohol in this. Have any of you guys seen my heroin? Yeah, I I was I was hiding it in my prison wallet. Your coin we, purse. Yeah. We shy away from doing heroin at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> we shy away from That doesn't mean we don't do it. But it doesn't mean we're shy about it. It's not taboo. There they are. I'm kidding, kids. Don't do heroin. No shame. Obviously no shame. don't. She can't do shame you if you're not like, embarrassed. Obviously right? don't. Obviously don't. Obviously don't so do heroin. This yeah, is going to be wise. fun to compare to other podcasts because I'm going to make a bet now that the audio on this is going to be shitty and boring, but everyone's excited because there's a video. Oh, uh, really? Uh, I, think, <laughs> I, I like this correct. <laughs> I think we're going to do great. I think I have high you hopes. You have high hopes. Yeah. I'm going to call this. I'm going to call this. Uh, high episode. hopes podcast. No, no. Boys don't cry. And I'm just going to keep playing the the uh, cure song. Uh, boys don't oh, cry over and over and over in the background. Yeah. So I think we're you're just going to do I that. I think you're front loading this episode with a lot of negative energy, Pam. <laughs> oh. And I think you need to check there yourself. He is. Hey, guys. Yep. There we go. Hey, Sam. Hello. Sam's just can I, can I just say that my, my intestines feel like an oil slick go. right now? I told that. you. So, so this you is what Sam has done, this knows. idiot. You are what he, you You eat. see his kombucha that he has right now, I'm right? kombucha right Loaded now. Loaded with, you know, Cheers. biome for your gut pancake. I can see you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just drinking my drink. Uh, before that, he had two MCT oil coffees. So his insides are like Libya right now. Yeah, no, they're like they're like Katrina. I feel like there's little no, no, chips no, no, no. of wood flying around. There's just un- <laughs> I bought, and shit. I bought a whole case of toilet paper at Costco last week, so we're fine. Oh, oh we're really? You know, Costco I'll enjoy it. is sold out of everything because of this. Because uh, of this hysteria. In- influenza scare. Yeah, this cold. Speaking of which, don't drink scare. out of my drink, please. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's just another virus. Everyone's gonna pancake looks. Yeah, so pancake would get coronavirus just for the attention. <laughs> I know for a fact. <laughs> Do you have any MCT, MCT oil coffee? I, have I, you I, had it before? I, it's I rinse my mouth with Everclear. And by Everclear, he means a woman he met, hmm. and her name is Everclear. Actually, no, Everclear. I have a really weird Everclear story. When I was a kid, a high school party, I was uh, I snuck into like kind of one of my sister's like cool parties, and the cops showed up, and I was drunk. My sister was trying to get me to drink water. I was trying to convince her that because my body was already 75% water, (laughs) if I concentrated hard enough, I could absorb it. (laughs) And that didn't work. And so I grabbed a water bottle off of the counter, and it didn't have one of those little labels around it. And I just put it up to my lips and squeezed both sides really hard. And it was a full water bottle of Everclear. Oh, my God. Did you go blind? Did you die? Are you okay? What? (laughs) I'm freaking out. And then the cops show up because of a noise complaint. And there's a ton of underage people there. Me, the youngest of them. But I'm hiding other people. Like, I'm going to handle this. <laughs> Nathan with That's all the confidence. Been, yeah, and I walk up to low. the door. All the confidence. Nathan, all the confidence low. <laughs> I walk up to the door. 
and say out loud from behind the door, okay, three, two, one. And then I open the door on one. And these two cops stare at me. He just goes, why were you counting down? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I thought this was the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> and they both laugh. And then they just say, keep the shit down. And then they left. And that was wow. it. The microwave <laughs> bit. I, I, I need to follow up on that because if I ever need to say shit to the cops, I need the microwave bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was it. That was all there was to it. And then I got off totally scot-free, but I did almost go blind. Son, you just registered a point two zero. What do you have to say about that? Uh, Are you just playing this song on loop under us the whole time? Yeah. Nice. Don't cry. <laughs> it's just right. I, I was waiting because the song definitely did end and then definitely did start up right back again. Let's commit to it. Let's do it. Let's have an emo boy hour. What's the saddest thing that's ever happened to us? My God, oh, guys. I like that. The saddest thing. I started ever. it out super Virginia. sad. Let's do sad. I want to say I'm sorry. It's front bottom. Just what? It's front Nathan, bottom. just going to karaoke this song? if you play music. Front front <laughs> what's Nathan, what's the saddest thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, sad boy hours. Sad boy hours. <laughs> fractured my lower spine in 2011, and I was by myself. I was throwing. Oh. I was throwing hammers. Worst day of my life. Jesus Christ. And uh, the muscles in my lower back spasmed and yanked my lower spine over like 12 degrees, and I oh. collapsed. And my car's like a hundred yards away. And my phone is in my car, and I just had to crawl. A hundred yards to my car and get in, and wow. then I'm trying. The only place I know to go to is like the, my PT, which is like you know a couple exits down. So I'm driving and it's raining and my window's fogging up, but I literally can't reach the defrost button. So I'm just hanging my stupid head out of the window in the rain. Golden Retriever style. <laughs> they put a bunch of needles in my back to get it to relax, and then like x-rays and all that shit God. i had to like a whole year the next year was like a redshirted freshman year because of that fuck just get the back back into shape is this football you're playing no this was track and field a real contact shit. sport and um <laughs> you don't people don't know you know he, we put our lives threw, on the line he threw a metal ball yeah. too <laughs> hard we put <laughs> our lives on the line to do something that no one shot even cares a little bit about a discus no one cares even a little bit about it, but we did it and forever. Also, and also, someone can just be better than you just because they're like Samoan and huge. You know what I'm talking about? I used to do so much yeah. fucking technique for discus, and there's this one kid at the other middle school that yeah, was just you can't, fucking huge. Yeah, you can't beat Maravich your yeah, way you just, into the discus throw. Yeah. You can't just be a technician. Some people are just Samoan. Well, no, no, no. Some you can. Some, like, there's some smaller guys in like the NCAA and stuff that can really still throw the dang thing, but who cares? Who cares? No one cares. And uh, it it took me a long time to get to that point. And I was like, it's great. You're still doing it. But, I mean, hammer throw, especially like what I did, they don't even do it really in Diamond League meets anymore. So if you are like the best one in the world consistently, you can make maybe 80K a year. Who sponsors you? How much back surgery does that cover? Not even (laughs) one. Is there health care involved in that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, because you get hurt, and then they're just like, yeah, you were throwing a metal ball, you big dumb idiot. It's 2020. What are you doing? They have robots at the Olympics. They have little robots that would bring it back. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I'm throwing the thing, and a little robot is bringing it back to me. I'm like, I think I'm the problem yeah. in this situation. I'm the only yeah. thing making this inefficient. You know, I, I think... 
I think everybody who plays esports just secretly watches track and field Olympic events just to be like, ha ha ha, you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, have We're fun evolved. clicking. Have fun with your clicks. What is? Have uh, fun making millions of dollars at Fortnite competitions. Yeah, but you're they really such do, a nerd. I'm kidding. No, that's really amazing. You have to be Korean too. No, that little they, that yeah, they're guy. like idols in Korea. There was like a famous gamer guy that was dating uh, that. Uh, Don't you snap at me? Don't Back you snap to the at me. No, no, the the Mexican the Mexican <laughs> weather girl. Yannette Garcia. Oh my God, oh, yeah. she's a smoke. The one where the other things, he turns around. There's an Australian guy just coming. Wow, I don't care what the weather is. Jesus Christ! Oh, Aussie, Aussie, man. <laughs> Aussie man, Aussie man. Yeah, Aussie. Aussie fight. man, Diaz. But she was dating him for like a year, I guess, and he was just Aussie a gamer man. dude. But he was like jacked and stuff. He was like sponsored by Gymshark. He's like Aussie man girls. is. No, some gamer dude who was dating Yannette Garcia. Oh, I'm bored. Uh, who's who else has a sad thing to talk about? I, I have it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I yeah. went, we're talking about butts. Can you just give us a second? <laughs> Jamie, pull up Yannette Garcia's ass. I don't care about the Jamie, pull that up. No one, we don't have a Jamie. This is how sad it is. No one wants to listen to it. See? I was in a. <laughs> I watched a pretty good porno this morning with a. Two, I was in a sandwich shop. <laughs> I was Wait, getting a sandwich with my friends. I don't know. Do you think and the game like is a real thing? They're gonna make it an NCAA. Hey, hey, hey. I, I appreciate. Down, that. boy, down. So, <laughs> I was uh, taking a couple steps to get out of my friend's way because there was a trash can immediately behind me. So I took a step to the left and to the back, and. There was a raised platform in this sandwich shop, and I stumbled, and I it, I fell into a sitting position, and I got up just as quick as I fell down, because of sheer embarrassment. But what I would soon find out hours later, after uh, a long night of smoking blunts, um, and, and I had to walk walk upstairs to get to this place but um, here's what happened next <laughs> oh, oh my, God. my friends are, are all leaving shoot me in the face they're all, they're all <laughs> no you're right this is much better I'm glad we took that now, turn shut the <laughs> fuck up Nathan now, here's what happened all my friends leave and I'm upstairs alone I lock up the room that we're hanging out in a studio space just just to smoke weed and make music and I lock up and I'm taking a few steps down the stairs and oh there's a shooting pain in the base of my spine and I'm paralyzed with pain at the top of stairs now have you ever been there <laughs> yes well here's what happened next <laughs> I later discover that I've herniated a disc in my back. From sitting down? I from sitting down so abruptly. Ah. And that is dangerous. So I, um, I compressed. sitting injury. I compressed. Well, I also have degenerative disc disease, and now oh. I know to be careful about that. But I needed uh, an epidural. Oh and, and once I got that. Why would they need that, to shove something in your ass for that? No, that's <laughs> No, an epidural is what they give women when they have C-sections. Or when you're Why would you need to stick something in someone's ass for a C-section? It's not in your butt. It's, it's in an your injection in your into vajayjay. the spine. In your spinal oh. fluid. Oh. Mm. It's part of it. Mm. Cortisone. Thank you. Okay, I'm starting to get bored. Wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Pam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sam, Sam, how, how <laughs> big are you? How big were you when you came out? How big was I when How I big came? were you when you came out? 
I was a big baby. You were ca- how big? I came out as a three-year-old. You came out at three years old. <laughs> three years old. Already talking. I was jacked. Just arguing, jacked. arguing with. Well, because my parents tried to abort me, right? Right. What? And what doesn't you kill you stronger. makes you stronger. You got stronger. Stronger that. in there. You I hung was, out I in there and you were lift. doing prison workouts. When I came out, I popped out of there. You and popped, I, What do you I mean popped? R- like alien? Like out the front? No, kind of like a dip. Like I kind of did a dip out the pussy lips. Oh, and then you said, and then you said, and you said. One and then yep. you did a couple more. You're like two, well, three, and you got out two more reps. And then you and then and you then got I ran out. to the elevator because I, like, I need to not be with these people. You, oh, I thought you were just trying and to get I a good forty come, time. I had You're come out of the <laughs> womb. Listen to this. I had come out of the womb with the knowledge of how to press an elevator button. What'd you do about the umbilical cord? <laughs> umbilical cord? Yeah, you were oh, you were taped in. It. You I chewed through it around eighteen months before. Oh, I had stopped taking nutrients at like eighteen months. And you were just using it as a jump rope. In there, using it as a jump rope. Functional equipment. Yes. Use what you have, you know? Exactly. So what's the saddest moment of your life? Probably Jesus. that. Jesus, <laughs> Pam. What are you doing? It's supposed to keep you on theme. Oh, we're, that's the theme. Why did you the decide theme, the, theme the theme was, was sadness? I did, it, was, was it was We're Aaron keeping it light. That was doing the theme, emo. I thought. No, we're doing an emo. It's doing boys don't cry. Boys hours? It's boys don't cry. We're doing some emo. Okay. All right. But he didn't cry. He came out and he didn't cry. And he also, came out and he ran out. Also of note, I, I have a lacrimation fetish. I like it when what men... Explain that big word. Lacrimation is crying, and I like it when men cry. It turns me on because it's because they're vulnerable. That explains so oh much. Oh, my God. <laughs> my scariest fetish. Well, then do me a solid and make sure we're I never not in the same room when I'm watching Pursuit of Happiness. Have you guys seen... <laughs> what? Because that makes That's me cry every time. Movie. Pursuit of Happiness <laughs> has a direct line to my instinctual dude bone. No weirdness I there. I love to watch men cry. Yeah, so oh, that did, did what other movie? I cried watching my big fat Greek wedding. That's a good one. I cried that watching was the Amy Winehouse documentary. That oh, that was because she died because of alcohol, so not because of the heroin. It was so the bad. Alcohol's the devil. She died just in general. Delirium tremens. She cheated on her boyfriend, and I respect that too. She's a queen, mm-hmm. feminist king icon. Once again, I'm keeping with this theme of feminist king icon. Aaron Atkins, hello. God, you suck so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you know you can cheat on me, babe. I don't even care. <laughs> I'll be here for you. That's it. That's it. Please. Give it up. Give it up for this. I cock. will simp for you. <laughs> Pam, have you seen the Phantom Thread about uh, John? What the fuck? Who's that All guy I know that played is the Abe Lincoln? Daniel oh, jo- Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. He plays a dressmaker. And he starts to fall in love with this young woman. He's been a bachelor his whole life, up to like 55 years old. He starts to fall in love with this young woman who becomes transfixed with him. And she loves him so much, but he doesn't have enough time for her. So, he s- so she starts to poison him. And this is a spoiler alert. She starts to poison him with mushrooms Ooh. to see him down in his weakest state so she can take care of him and, and get her little feminine kick from taking care of this old man right, she loves so much who doesn't Munchausen syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Munchausen by proxy. Munchausen. Man. Munchausen. Yeah. Jamila Jamil has that. Not to be confused with Jamila Jamil uh, Baron von Munchausen the movie. Right. Or who's that guy from the Jamila. Who's Great the guy movie. from Chicago has that has that? Jamila Jamil. Oh, UC Smollett. Jesse Small, yeah, he got robbed at a subway down the street from me. It's fucking bullshit. He didn't actually. Was he a pain? Was he a pain? Was he a pain? No, he was a gay actor on Empire. Empire, he was on Empire. He was the gay. Oh, that that guy. Yeah, and that's why he was like, oh, someone committed a hate crime against me when he he did it against himself. Yeah. Sam's like, anyway, sad. Watched. Here's how into the rabbit hole I got it with the whole UC Smollett thing. Um, 
he he was at if you watch the body cam footage for UC Smollett in his in his apartment. I like that you're really committing to Dave Chappelle's bit right yeah, now. Yeah, I am. Well, I will never call him anything else. I want else. you it's to get back on task and talk about something sad. This is sad. <laughs> he he had the noose around his neck when the cops showed up, and it was very loosely attached. Like if you're going to be that traumatized, just take the fucking noose off, man. It was totally like an aesthetic display. He had it. He's like, Pam's like an like an NBC producer right now. <laughs> There's like we want this. She's like, no, 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 more tears. Were any of you raped? Targeted, mean. Anyway, Sam, sorry, I got sidetracked. I was done. That was all. Oh, I had perfect. To say, like, UC Smollett. I didn't really follow that story at all. Okay, so what's the saddest thing that ever happened to you, <laughs> Every time she walks out the door in the morning. Bevitus <laughs> guy. My life is one continuous stream of All right, life. here's really one. Here's one, Pam. To me. Here's a real one. You ready? Yeah. Uh, I got off of a plane for a competition and looked at my phone to find out my best homie from childhood died of a heroin overdose. Oh, that's really sad. There you go. Do you feel better now? Did yeah. you get it? <laughs> I like that one a little bit. Yeah, you see it behind my Sorry. eyes? Made me very sad. I was very, very sad. Still am. Heroin's really awful. It's not good. Yeah, that's fun. why I don't condone those jokes I did at the beginning. Of the if podcast. anyone wants to buy some heroin for me after this podcast. He knows a guy. That's awful. <laughs> this is not All advertising right. material. We're going to lose you want it? We don't have any sponsors. We're going to lose them. We're not sponsored by your dealer, bro. Well, la- last year. <laughs> this is the, not an audible. Last year, the opening of the show, the very first show, the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, it was the disappointment show. And one of my favorite comedians in the whole world decided to really disappoint me and smoke heroin off foil on stage when he was hosting. <laughs> and the audience that was here was like, is this really? Is he? Is this a joke? Is it fake heroin? Is it? What is it? He's like, you know, smoking it off the stuff. And then is that Max Eddy? No, don't slander people. No, it was. It was <laughs> Dude, you saved Max Eddy. I sure yeah, did. I saved, I saved his Eddie. life. We talked about it on an earlier podcast. Oh, you did? Actually. Yeah. Happy to help. Yeah. Um, I was there. I am an ally. You saved me too. I saved you. I've say I was am. It the same uh, guy? Yeah. I'm like a low level superhero. Well, was it wasn't the same guy, was it? No, I'm not. No, 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 a different guy. Sam, yeah, no, equal amount of anger. Was it anyone that I knew that, that attacked Max Eddie? Nope. No, no, he was a really big Irish guy. They were from out of town. They were. They had. He was pushing it though. He was purposely <laughs> pushing it. He was like. He, kept he came up on stage and he was using a really shitty Irish accent, which I guess is kind of funny because it was really bad and it was specifically bad. And he was like, "Oh, you cunts and everything." And then the thing that he said that made the guy jump up is he's standing there and he goes, "I've never been hit. No one's ever punched me." And I'm like. Call the action button, motherfucker. Action. Like, yeah, bing, like, why do you do, do that? that? Like, you made yourself look super weak. And then this huge guy rushes the stage. Duh. Like, And then what did Max do? Max was away. surprisingly spry. spry he tucked fast. and rolled yeah, he was, very he was quickly. Like, he, yeah, I was, I he was tucked, watching roll, him. Yeah, he yeah. tucked and pivoted around the yeah, guy's hip like, yeah. to get away he from was, him. It was a good move. He moved away real fast. Kid plays some Madden. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Definitely yeah. plays some Madden. Kids got some moves. That was Jesus fucking. But uh, I'm too high to remember where I was before you changed the track. What's the saddest shit that's ever happened to you? What's the saddest shit that's ever happened to me? I don't know if I'm ready for it. Well, um, I would have to say recently that it was um, my beloved life partner Spike died, and uh, you know every day when I left the house I'd say don't die, don't die, and then I Spike is her brother, her cat is, and I put a picture out, but. 
Facebook Aww. reminded me that I miss my cat because he was he could high five and he loved smoking pot. Every Aww. time he'd hear the bong, he'd come out and he'd be like meow, and he like loved it when you blew pot smoke at him. He was the best Aww. cat, and he. He was just such a friendly cat. He loved everybody. People would come over, and he'd come to sit in their lap and like Art? hang out. And I know. I know. He was I the have best, to ask. best. I think you have, have the best one. <laughs> he was the best, best cat, and he was so. He was just a great cat. And then, so I, he got skinnier and skinnier. And then I left the house, and I said, "Don't die, Spike." And when I came back from, it was a Friday night show. I came back from the show. I found him underneath the radiator, and he was dead. And, and the worst part was because the radiator had turned on because I can't do anything about that because oh, it's a 1934 smell. building. His little ears got singed and his little eyes a little bit, and so that was really, really rough to take him out Aww. from underneath the thing. And it was hard because he was That's stuck gross. under there. But basically, he was ready to go, and I had looked up that day, like, when do you put your cat to sleep? So that was in that morning, and then that night he was dead, so he let me know that it okay. was his time to go. He was warm, too. He was warm, and that's what yeah. he did. He <laughs> wanted to just get warm and, ch and say goodbye, and so that's what he did. And Better. He's in cat heaven. Yeah, he's a good cat. Aww. He was a great cat. So now I have two cats to try to replace that cat, and then neither one of them together are good enough. They don't. She it's doesn't good. mean that. She, if tells you're listening. Them, she tells him she that every day, that. too. She walks <laughs> out and she says, you guys are not that. good They enough. don't snuggle. He used to sleep on my pillow with me. He'd, like, lay out, like, I'm on sorry. my pillow and, like, lay against me, and he was so fluffy. And we literally, like, we used to masturbate together. It's not, it's a real, it's all the things uh, I talk he about. He didn't masturbate? He wouldn't, he, like, so he loved to masturbate, like, warrior. next to me, like, on the, like he'd bottle? get the, no, he didn't, his little pink crayon would come out all the time, but he was totally fixed. But he would hump, like, mm. the my comforter and, like, pillows sometimes, but he'd lay next to me and he'd, like, go at it. And then you'd be cued in to start masturbating. Exactly. Did you do and that? then he'd take, his little, he'd take his little furry paw and put it on, like, my leg or my back. It was Lower so back. sweet. It was so sweet. I you don't think it was that. Body. I don't think it was sweet. I think no, it might have been. It was great. There. And if he's the reincarnated it. soul <laughs> of another person, he was great. He was a really great, like, That's amazing. he was a great, great cat. And I miss him a lot. And so that was, oh. finding him was, like, the saddest. We buried him in the backyard. I didn't, I called my building manager and I was just wailing. I was just, like, losing it. And mm. she knew my cat, too, and she loved him. And I said, I don't know what to do with the body. I don't know what to do. And she's like, well... You can either go down to the beach and bury him in the sand, or you can put him in the backyard if you want. And I was like, yes, yes, backyard. So he's buried in the backyard of my apartment Aww. complex. You bury your animals in the beach? No, beach you're not supposed weird. to do either of those things, mm -hmm. but those were the options she gave me, so that's what why I was didn't, going Why didn't with. you incinerate him and then have him like in a little... How do I incinerate him? You have a radiator. You have a radiator, and they put it into a little urn I know, but here's the thing. I don't have a car, and I live in the Tenderloin, so I'm going to take my dead cat and put him in a backpack and walk to the vet. And he's like, yeah. no, okay, I just walked him downstairs. I mean, <laughs> she it was, sorry, that was really. <laughs> no, I didn't hear what you said. Okay, guys, so she, she said, said you could have left the radiator. You could have just incinerated oh, him. No. He was halfway done, right? Oh, from no, what just I a little bit. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Poor bad, spike. That's bad. You, all you have to do is turn him over once. Like, oh, oh my Lord. Also, also, Pam, I, I feel like I should say this. This song is starting to give me an anxiety <laughs> attack. I'm not, I'll change I'm not it. Like I'll, I'll turn it off. Do binaural okay, beats. Okay, it's gone. Binaural my point, beats. My point has been made. So um, th th this is actually funny. It's on a different. I, the first theater production I ever directed and produced on my own. The sound. It was in hell. It was um, uh, Jean-Paul Sartre's No Exit. And so hey. all, it all happens in hell, right? So there are a couple things I did to make it like hell. And one of them was that the sound 
design was the girl from Ipanema over, over, over and over and over, played, recorded off a record and then skipping and then playing again. And it was at the same level and it was really low throughout the whole play. And people at the end were asking like, did you turn that fucking up throughout the play? And I was like, nope. <laughs> because it started making people fucking crazy. Yeah. And I put a, I put a heater in the back so as the play went on, which was an hour and 20 minutes, no intermission, Perfect. it got hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter in the room and people were like, what is going on? It was a lot of fun. And the characters on stage were taking each other's clothes off, so that worked too with the heat, and yeah. it was really fun. But so, something over <laughs> and over and over. We but we it. got the point on this, and it's we don't have to do that anymore. It is upselled once you think about it. <laughs> what, what is that, there a is no meaning, There is no meaning to anything. No, that's his Cantonese accent. <laughs> I cannot believe these people. We have a podcast, and uh, so it's supposed to be about making up. What are we really doing? It is so absurd. What? We are sitting with our talks in these weird we call them chairs but what are they really they what's are trees that really we have got a what is this table what is this table but plastic Ian, Ionesco Lachey's The Chairs it's a great um, existentialist play Ionesco he wrote in, mm. in French and it's two old people living on a lighthouse in the middle of nowhere and like there's all <laughs> these chairs and they keep putting out chairs <laughs> and putting them away because they're waiting for this party and this person this speaker to come it's kind of like a waiting mm. for Godot except that sounds for very, that it sounds and it's, but it's Ionesco it's Ionesco it sounds very old. Super what absurd. are we supposed to do with so all these chairs? We have absurd. all these chairs and no they, people. They when you think about it, it has no meaning. There is nobody here to sit in the chairs. It does not mean that they are chairs no. or are they not chairs anymore because there is no one to think of them as chairs. Will you get these Schrodinger's chairs out of here, please? <laughs> <laughs> are they chairs if no one is thinking of them as chairs? We may not know. Well, I don't know. Now. Let's go eat cheese and fuck. <laughs> 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 Very French play. <laughs> <laughs> I have just killed an Arab. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, he Arab. was not supposed to be here in the first place. Less laughs, laughs, but sweeter. Less laughs, but sweeter. Le Tranger, you've read The Stranger by Camus. He's one of your buddies. It's Le Plage. Said both très bien. Très bien. I have also read Naja by Jean-Paul Sartre. What was that word you just said? He said swim. He's talking about swimming in the Yeah. Nage is to swim. Na no, no, Nage by Jean-Paul Sartre. Oh. It's, about, it's about how when you realize how absurd everything is, you get nauseous. Oh. It's pretty good. Do we have it's festival it's joints? No. Uh, no, because you didn't roll anymore. Fuck, but I have everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. Yeah. What yeah. is this, Pam? What is this good? It's hallucinogenic oh, it's, weed. Um, so it's really, really strong ever. gummies that didn't solidify. And it's like, so that whole package is 200 milligrams. So we're just kind of taking bites of it because it's really strong. The whole pack's only 200? Yeah, the whole pack's yeah. like 200 milligrams. I want to hear more about Pancakes so. Day. Yeah. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I was really liking where that was going. Yeah, there's one so I got a parking a ticket just for trying to live my life. In a spot where you were not supposed to. Trying to get my yeah, career going. Huh? Are they talking about me? One person? Say hi to them. What's hey, up? Say hi. Hello. Okay, so. If you did another one. Dude, if you did another one. I got three tickets. If you did another one at a different angle, you would have both. Move the crane. I always have papers, but. Don't roll yeah. splits though, because you can't no have tobacco splits. in the. In just look at them. Oh, um, you just uh, untwist it from the bottom. Here, I'll I'll engineer as long as everybody keeps talking and keeping everything. Okay, up. so I They're got a hundred thousand dollars in debt. I owe to the taxes man, and I'm feeling kind of down about it. If if anyone could offer some kind of relief. 
program that I could utilize to about? get out of Pancake debt. needs a sugar mama a badly. Uh, bad, bad, bad. He needs a sugar mama bad. If I could start a GoFundMe. There are any sugar mamas out there. Heller. Holler at you. We're not boy. talking about fucking corn su- sucrose, motherfucking mm-hmm. mamas either. Mm-hmm. Isn't that real? I'm talking about breaded. I'm talking about a woman with a non-profit that's for profit. I am talking. You need a woman comfortably in go. her mid to late sixties who can just float you. Is that what you're looking? Well, you're looking for patronage. I'm looking for pancake. Pancake Crane needs on. a patron. Oh well, so yeah, that's what they used to do. Remember back in the olden days, you'd get a patron, and Crane then they a patron of the arts. They'd let you do whatever you like wanted, the Medici's. or you'd be on like commission or whatever. Yeah. That sounds like a good I know gig. Medici. Yeah, yeah, someone to, t- and and you know, and Vir- um, Virginia Woolf brought it up. She said, a room of one's own. You know, you need you yeah, need a, you need enough money. You need a hundred dollars a month in a room of one's own to be able to create, and without that. Juice talking specifically of women, because men already had that. You used to go to school and everything would be paid for, and you'd just, you know, study and write and do whatever you want. And right. Virginia Woolf didn't have Adderall, though. Virginia Woolf <laughs> wasn't in San Francisco <laughs> trying to rock $100 a month. No, I know. And it's, and, but it, this was written in 1914, so right. obviously with inflation. That's more than like $1,000 a month now. But still, if, yeah, but if someone like gave. $2,000 a month. That's if someone mad. gave me $1,000 a month, Ang- Andrew Yang, I miss you, it would change like my whole economy. I'd be able to create so much more because I wouldn't be so stressed constantly about creating the funds to keep things going. It would suck for everyone who didn't have rent control, though. Because people True. would adjust. Everyone would adjust their prices to that. I think so. A, 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 such a hard change in, in prices would change things almost like that quickly. Like as quickly as people were given $1,000 a month. Oh, no, I don't mean everybody. I just mean. to spend 1000 And it would result. Like, not everybody, just me. No, not everybody gets 1000 I'm saying let's go back to the patronage times where like artists would get $1,000 a month to go create. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, of course, you're a talented person. You should be able to have the opportunity to do this. But that doesn't exist anymore. Where's the patron office? Yeah, exactly. Who rates the talent? Well, that was back in the Simon day. The, you know, the rich people showed off their talented kids or whatever, and then someone would be like, oh, I'll take care of you now. And that sounds lovely. Yeah. I want someone to do that. Yeah, patrons of the arts. Wouldn't it be nice? Explain patrons to us more, Pam. No. <laughs> no it's Patronize just people us. that pay. Tell us about the people. Pe- tell us about the money people. Again. Well, it's also, That's you can also joke. get, resi- once you, one of the things about only reasons to get an MA or an MFA is that once you have them, you can go in residences where you apply to these things and they let you stay in like a cabin for six weeks and all you have to do is create some piece of Whoa. art at the end of it and everything's paid for. All your, the headlands, Marin headlands, it's right up here. You could, as a stand-up comedian, you could actually apply and you write up your CV and you send it to them and you say, hey, I want to be in your residence for six weeks because I need to write this one-man show because I'm going to Edinburgh. Mm. And then they like let you stay there and you're in the woods and they feed you. They have professional chefs. You get two meals a day. That's fucking sick. And like, so I've had photography friends who have done it for like six, eight weeks. And you apply and you go and stay there in the could, mountains. Could I That's apply and just be like, hey, I need a break. Uh, no. <laughs> no? You no, have to be creating to something? Kanye West. Kanye you have West to vibe. has a similar thing. It's called dating a Kardashian. Tyler Perry he does have a patron. Who else has a patron? He has a fucking compound Tyler, now. Tyler Perry lets people use his sets. Tyler Perry is a Medici. Tyler Perry, modern day Medici. Tyler Perry. Black Medici. There we go. I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie in my life. Well, Dude, you haven't seen, seen Medea Christmas? Set. You haven't seen any so? Medea movies? Not one. Dude, uh, Architectural That's Digest did a tour with him. They were like, show us around your house. And he was like, this is my golf cart. Or as Medea would say, 
My girl, Kurt. Uh, anyways, this is awful. <laughs> he's just not a. I don't know why he's so successful, but he is. You, is that when you were like, "This is what I want to do"? This is it. This is comedy is for me. That was your Damascus I, Road moment. <laughs> yeah, you were just like, yeah. If I could just do that, you're right. Oh my god, I should be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hallelujah. That shit's funny, objectively. Tyler Apparently, Curry. yeah. Tyler Perry is a super dope dude, though. He's out right, in Atlanta. He has a compound. Exclusively for like black filmmakers. That's different right. shit. I need one for quarter Asian filmmakers. That, that's know? support my people. Am I the most? I'm the only. Am I the only person of color in here right now? Yeah. yeah. I have wow. Some, I have well, some how brave of me. You've spent. That doesn't Eastern count. European? That doesn't count. You're not as brave as Your I am. Your color is translucent. I'm brave for that. You're exactly. a brave vampire. Great so, to be here. So if I ever won like you know the lottery or a million dollars or whatever, I would do that kind of idea but for stand-up comedians so i would make like a little house up top and there'd be so there'd be like a barbecue pavilion in the middle and there'd be like a pool and there'd be little cabanas and everyone would have i've actually drawn it out before but everyone would have like a a little studio with light and stuff and then there'd be the pool and there'd be the barbecue pavilion and there'd be like every night there'd be like parties and there'd be food provided but you have and there'd be like a little stage because people would have to perform for each other but you'd have to do something at the end of a month you'd have to show your work because I can't just let a bunch of fucking people just come what are you gonna do when they what are you gonna do when they destroy that place well, they won't, cause I'll be there. Cleaning and I'll ladies. Make yeah, and cleaning ladies. I'm making millions of dollars. At the, yeah. yeah, so cleaning well, ladies. Uh, Are we gonna smoke? I'm a job stars? creator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's hit it. I'm not. That's, like, this, uh, that's so a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna need stuff idea. to make fun of there, though. You're gonna need to provide that's stuff. That's what I think. The, that's what I think the future is gonna look like. Like all these all creative these things. Places. Because when robots start to take over and earn money for us, and we can just stimulate the economy with robots, and and people will buy shit just based on their own creative volition. Like if you create something that's like a robot. And it does some sort of labor, and you can find a way to not work and make money and be productive, then we're, we're going to have so much fucking dough lying around. We're, we're going to be able to lot, be able to lot, do a lot of creative shit, like make all Da Vinci's things come to life, like all his fa- failed experiments. Jeff Bezos, That's what I see. modern day Da Vinci. Huh? I want to see the helicopter without the, the tail rotor. Making I think we can all agree that that's not it. It would be Elon Musk, day. right? Dude, he's the he's richest the African American of all time. You know that? Elon Musk. Yeah. He's the richest African American of really, all time. He's really, he's balling. Uh-huh. He is. That's funny. He's crushing it. He, you know, he 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 was his parents literally own an, an emerald mine. Well, I don't know. I South think Africa. I think between him and Jay Z, it's probably an apartheid, right? Like a. Nathan Lowe. Yeah. Find him on Instagram. He's got a lot of followers. <laughs> sure do, buddy. That's not why. Trending on TikTok. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you used to. Do you still lift things? Uh, only when I have to. If it's if it's required to move forward, yes. <laughs> you don't just like bench press people for no reason anymore. Absolutely not. He okay. chokes motherfuckers out and almost gets them kicked out of bars. It was your fault. True, true, mm. true, true. <laughs> well, but I mean. Nathan's not an instigator. Oh, that looks sure great. Not. Yeah, I'm not an instigator well, either. I'm a, I'm a peace. Co- I'm like a, no, no, no waves. Everyone just chill out, kind of. You don't want to do anything. That's silly. Yeah. Dudes who like want to fight is the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. not fight? You look like you want to fight. Why are you looking at me? Just dudes who. You want to fight, bro? No, just dudes like what's up? Like the dude, like the Irish guy with Max Eddie. He's just sitting over there, just like I need, I have to punch a thing. Yeah. I have to. Yeah, that's I true. I didn't fucking hit my aunt, hit my, dad. my girlfriend enough times today. <laughs> I learned I it from my dad. 
Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Toxic masculinity. People's I don't know anything about it. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even know. Yeah. We have ten minutes left for you guys to drop these just these gems from your honeyed sad lips to the. Okay, Instagram sad shit. People. You want to hear some sad shit? Yeah. More sad shit. Yeah. Okay. More rest, sad shit. rest in peace, my homie Aton. Aton Weiner just overdosed on fentanyl at Stanford oh. University. Oh, rest no. in peace. Oh shit, was he a student? So much promise. He was a student. Yeah, he yeah. really was. His dad was a professor there. His mom oh. also worked there. He's yeah. very smart. Jewish That's great. Kid. Do me a solid. Don't smile while you explain it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not smiling. I'm just using my mouth. That's the quarter Asian. It is. I miss him mouth. very much. Let him Rest do. It. You just did a joke in the middle uh, of his dead homie. I'm talking about my dead homie. Yeah, he died. He overdosed, and he's, he's, I, you know how I, you know how else I got reminded of it because on NBC Snapchat news on the now this he's the top story. <gasps> oh shit! Really? Oh no! Yeah, it's just because famous. his dad. Yeah, he blew up, dog. I mean, wow. you know what? The, you know what the saddest part about it is the last time we saw him, me and my friend, was we fucking sent him a fake letter. From St- from Stanford saying like your son smokes too much weed and he's bad at rap, and, <laughs> and that was the hilarious. last we ever saw him. And then we saw him again. He oh. came back last break. We were like, we're gonna fight Aton, and he fucking his friends got out of the car. He never got out of the car. Just drove off. That was the last we ever saw him. Oh uh, yeah, and Rest I see him on Snapchat news. Rest in peace, Aton Wiener. Better place. He's too smart for us. Wow. Well, but Heaven fentanyl, nobody whatever. knows how strong that stuff is. I've taken a fentanyl before. So it's, small, yeah. it's insane. It's You've like, done fentanyl? It's 10 times stronger than heroin. Yeah. I, my, yeah um, so no, morphine. They cut a lot of shit with it, especially in San Francisco and in the Bay Area. Not I, as much in Chicago. You want them to cut it with baking soda. That's what you prefer. I had a pharmaceutical-grade pat- transdermal patches because my ex-father-in-law died of terrible, terrible liver cancer. And when he was dying... Like and it happened in six weeks. Like he was like totally alive and playing golf, and then he was like, "Ow, this kind of hurts." And he went into the doctor, and they're like, "You've got stage four liver cancer. You are Jesus. dying." <laughs> and so he died really quickly. But on his deathbed, he willed me all his drugs, and so I got. That's everything you need to know about Jesus. Pam is that she gets willed drugs. <laughs> so like I people think. will them. <laughs> so he gave me twelve. 75 milligram fentanyl patches and I'm I'm no dummy. Jesus. I scored them on the back so I only put on 25 milligrams at a time because it's it's transdermal. Yeah. And I got so it was awful. I hated it. I was high for like 56 hours the whole weekend and it was shit. I hated it. I'll it take was, them off you. Yeah. Oh, I ended up sending them to Manchester, <laughs> England because I had some friends um, from MySpace throwback. Um, okay. I had some writing buddies that lived there and they're like, yeah, I used to do that stuff. Send them to me. And so I put them uh, inside a CDs. And I just sent them inside CD ca- packages and sent them. And they were like, we got them. We got them. Like, Be careful. Don't open it up. Don't eat it. They're like, we know what we're doing. That's <laughs> so crazy. Aaron, Aaron, I have a question for you along this vein. Um, so you, uh, if, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah no, go for it. Yeah, go, 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 for, go for it. You, you used to be a heroin addict, but you still you know, drink and smoke weed. You yeah. found a way to find the middle way, yeah, which so people I, have a hard fucking time doing. Because it's rare. Because there's a difference. Because addiction is like a disease, right? It's like that's genetic. Like how it's how you respond to alcohol. You you know you can't leave a drink untouched. Um, but something that is kind of like kind of volatile to tell the addicts, especially, is that there's a difference between addicts and there's abusers. You know, abusers are people that use drugs that don't necessarily like lean on it for their emotional stability, but still, you know, abuse drugs. <laughs> but you know you can't tell people this because that every addict thinks they're an abuser but uh, you know something i realized was that i did all that treatment right I, I i was leaning on it emotionally for a very long time before i went to treatment but when i got back i relapsed 
within like a day of leaving. So I got back and I turned Oxycontin into lean because it's just, you know, just a little classic thing I like to do. Into lean? Into yeah. lean. Yeah, you crush it up, mean? run it through cold water. Yeah, you, tr- you it basically filters out all the other shit in the in the medicine that prevents you from getting as high. Uh. And you just get like just basically the opiates. With promethazine tablets, right? Is that what you mean? Oxycod. Oh. So you just purify oxycod, you get all those pure opiates. Same as like poppy tea, where you could just wash you just like, do that unwashed with poppies. Huh? You just do that with high. Cold water. That's it. Cold water. Cold water. Because it's water. So- it's sock. water soluble. Yeah. So you're only getting out that opiate part, and it's sure, stronger. Sure, sure, sure. In a sock, you said. Yeah. Oh, through fabric of any kind, yeah. yeah. Cheesecloth, same shit. And then uh, I did it, and I was like, that felt great. But I didn't, like, go ape shit, you know? Like, I didn't yeah. lose my – I know my some a lot of my friends, how they reacted to, like, relapsing on shit where they really lose your mind. You lose it to this – So you haven't substance. been to treatment since that re- relapse? No. I mean, I, I got out, and that was it. Also, I'll never go back, too, because I've totally lost faith in the system from being in there for a year and a half and being completely – Brainwashed. It's a cult, yeah. It's right? awful. Yeah. It's awful. They have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And it's for money. They're oh. racking in insurance checks from a lot of these like wealthy families. Yeah. Or just insurance from any family. You know. You can be. You. Can, it, it affects people of like a very wide socioeconomic class. Like pre- preferably rich people because they can pay everything. But you know they can game insurance companies as well to get a payout every single month. Absolutely. You know, they don't care. So was was there a shift in your rationality of thinking, or like what what happened when you realized like, oh, here's how I'm gonna do it. You just want to you just want to succeed in spite of it, and that's what's more powerful than succeeding because of it. Because when you succeed, when you go through the program, and you succeed, and you get sobriety through a program. You always need the program to stay sober. If uh. you if you re- if you rebel, so to say, if you develop you know your your methods in spite of the program, then you do grow to just be strong in spite of this you know l- existential constraint on your freedom. Oh, there's something you know? very deep there. Yeah, yeah, I think this is the same is true with education. Like if you sure. figure out how to, a way to learn by be yourself, curious. yeah. Then you stop. Then, then you don't stop learning right after college, or when exactly. you're told yeah. that you don't have to learn anymore. And that's much more valuable. Or, or being uh, being engaged in the learning that you're doing, like wanting to be there makes a difference. I don't think that it makes sense for us to take 18 year olds and be like, okay, go to college or you're not good enough. If you don't right. get in, if you don't get right. in, then what Especially the fuck are you here. doing with your life? And it's like give people a second to like figure out who they are. Like it's, I didn't. I wish I didn't go to college until I mean I went to graduate school in my 30s but I I really wish I would have done something else in my 20s I wanted to go to yeah. culinary school my parents were like you have to go to a four-year university exactly. or you'll never be good enough and it pushes like, kids to like I mean, look, look at Palo Alto High School they have like they when I was a junior in high school my at, siblings went there eight people killed themselves in a year because they're oh. right next to the train tracks yeah the Atlantic kids, they, did an article about yeah, it yeah they're across the street from a fucking from Stanford everybody has this expectation that they should go to Stanford and they're all pushed to this extent that they and the campus is right next to a fucking train station. Yeah. When you see it's right there, this access to it, it's just it's just it's is that a how a lot charmer. of kids did it? Yeah, they turned in front of the train all the time. Yeah, and we made some awful jokes about it at our no, school I have one during in my baseball games. Right now. Oh yeah, when we when we ran the bases in baseball, we'd say choo choo. It was terrible. Choo choo. Yeah, like a train when you run the bases. Oh, like haha, your friends are dead. Yeah, like haha, okay. your friend got hit by a train. Yeah. Got it. I'm not saying it's funny, but <laughs> we did it. But no, this it was is, common knowledge, and they, is, no one did anything about it. It's not as many it. laughs, but it's sweeter. <laughs> this, this it's between you the, and them. Who are you trying to make laugh? It's not for an audience. It's sad, and that's the point of this po- podcast. So that's sad. good. Dead, dead that's potential sad. Stanford students. I still wear my high school letterman. Potential Stanford students, though, still? See? Yeah, exactly. Potential st- I mean, they're rich kids. They can afford anything, right? And yeah. Stanford's all about connections. Like, you meet the people, and then... You know, they give you the book deal or whatever. You know the right people. It's all about yeah. people knowing people and rich people like rich people. And and, th- and that's the desired like identity, people. you know, and, and, and it's pinned on getting into Stanford, you know, so these fucking high schoolers yeah. think they'll never get there because 
they're not going to get into Stanford. They're going to go to San Jose State. And it's a very small school. Like it's a very small school. Stanford it's very, very small. But you can yeah. learn just as much as San Jose State if you want to. You can like befriend a professor you and get extra just work. No, it's not the same identity. You don't get to wear the. You don't get to wear the hoodie. You don't get to be a part of that shit. That's that's so true. But what's so different about the syllabus? What's the syllabus if fucking Stanford's? You can learn just as much. It's not about knowledge. It's not about knowledge. It's about external validation through a piece of paper that you're smart. But that and that's what I'm saying. It's about the hoodie. It's about the hoodie. It's about the hoodie. It's a nice maroon. Harvard classes are available online for free. Sure. But you don't get Harvard you on the get diploma. MIT you don't get the diploma, Brown. No, I know, but the, what I'm saying is that what I think was said before, that the, the pursuit of knowledge in itself it's should be despite the piece oh, yeah. of paper that you get. Yeah, but And it, it should be the own, your own edification. Why do you want to learn? And you were mentioning this earlier that as a young kid, you don't really memorize anything and you like Wikipedia, but what did you really remember? Back in my day, we used to read books and we read them over and over until we memorized them and actually knew mm. that stuff in our mm. heads. And so we can reference fucking shit because we were... In, we'd learned it in a different way. Right. Instead of it always being accessible, it's too easy. Yeah, we're you take just it for dumbing granted. each other down. Yeah, you take it for granted. But pe- we, but we should actually want to learn. But we're not. We don't even know what learning means anymore. Is yeah. it watching a YouTube video? Oh no, I really know how to do. Learning it. Yeah. has always been uh, a loser's game. You know, because you're supposed to be a tough guy and get the girl and wear a leather jacket and drive a motorcycle. Ride a motorcycle. What Sorry. school was this? Yeah. Uh, the Greece. School of Hard Knocks. This is of Greece. This yeah. is Greece. You guys come snap your hands all the time. Do choreography. I, I if anything, sucks. Woody Allen has taught me. Did you did you get into a lot of choreographed fights? As a kid? <laughs> yeah. And my switchblade was a comb. Yeah. <laughs> when you I know that, yeah. all the way. Jeez, man. Yeah, well, it's almost I time agree. to smoke a cigarette. And this was fun. Yeah. This, fun. this was the boys don't cry. Live on Thank you, Michael Bloomberg. Do you have a uh, Billy Corgan impression? Because you've definitely got the whiny voice down. The Billy Corgan. I the see. world is a Despite man. Despite all my rage, <laughs> I'm still just a rat in a cage. You're not whiny enough. You're not whiny enough. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Good try. That was what is nice. lost will never be saved. <laughs> okay. The world is a vampire. The world is a vampire. Yep, 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 yep. It's um, it's Bughouse Square. It's uh, it's not Tuesday or six o'clock. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug Out Square. Um, it's, uh, we're doing something different, and it's it's uh, let me let, let me get in, let me lean into this a bit. Um, I'm at home right now because uh, everybody's supposed to be at home, so I've uh, 
I used to be down in the basement, but now I'm upstairs. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in uh, I'm in kind of a little, you know, workspace. So here we are. Um, it is what it is, and uh, so hopefully, um, maybe if you're listening to this, everything is is great, you know, because these sit around a while, but. Uh, in real time here, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty, and uh, we've got a uh, pandemic on our hands, and we're um, trying to lay low. So we're laying low. So uh, I, I, I'm a little stiff right now because I I, I, I crave those vibes that only uh, 21st in Florida can give you. Um, and now I'm in my like little hovel and uh, I can't really like yell and stuff because there's neighbors and you know I'm not alone but uh, I got a shit ton of good music so that's good so uh, tonight is gonna be uh, kind of trying to get some happy songs and some Things that might kind of grate on me. So, oh, and we got some uh, contributors too. And and, 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 uh, this is, you know, this could be the first of many that's in here. So it's going to take me a little while to loosen up. But um, like I said, hopefully, technically, everything's going to work here. So uh, um, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. And uh, and we're in the middle of Lent too. (laughs) So it's. could use a beer right now, but uh, no, I'm being good. Um, so, welcome. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
America, walk on by your supermarket dream. Mr. America, walk on by the liquor store supreme. Mr. America, try to hide the product of your savage pride. The useful mind that it denied. The day you shrugged and stepped aside, you saw their clothes and then you cried. Those
This is my time, I have been given the freedom to do as I see fit, it's high time I raise the wall. 